0: you're listening to real talk with manal why your marketing is killing your business a previously recorded facebook live episode where dental professionals discuss share and learn about dental marketing manal sampat is an amazon best-selling author entrepreneur speaker healthcare provider and enthusiastic shoe lover she's been featured in the huffington post forbes dentistry iq the guinness book of world records and more join her as she discusses marketing team and business growth with other industry experts and if you'd like to receive 10 ways to improve your marketing today simply text the word resources to 38470
1: real talk with manal and i have with me two fabulous gorgeous amazing very smart and very kind ladies Uh, we have jerry Gottlieb. i know so many of you know jerry and we also have kim bates uh, and they are both from, you know, Gigi Practice Coaching and Consulting. And they are amazing because, well, not only are they in a way my closest dental allies, because they kind of introduced me to uh, the world of uh, Washington State of Walla Walla and Tri-Cities. But <laughs> <laughs> the big mecca that it is. The big mecca that it is. But they also actually, they've also been incredible with, um, you know, just, sharing such fantastic tips and strategies with us. And the reason I wanted to bring them up here today is because Jerry and I have been chatting and they have actually kind of changed their focus on this pause. You know, the pause took us all by surprise. I mean, let's just face it, it took the whole world by surprise. That's the whole point that, that's what happens when a pandemic hits the world. You know, what do you, what do, you do? But right. they actually took this time out to start and level up and really not only just be available for their clients, but also build their own business as well. So before we get into all the details, uh, Jerry and Kim, why don't you tell us a little bit about you?
2: Well, let's see. Kim, do you want to
1: go first? Sure. Uh... <laughs> That's my junior, Jerry. <laughs> also, this is, this is Kim's first live interview, right, Kim?
0: Yes kind of outside of my comfort zone.
1: (laughs) So everybody who's watching, please make sure that we make her feel welcome. And let's just show her how much fun this is. So Kim, take it. Go ahead. Okay.
0: So I've been in dentistry for about 17 years. I started working in a general dental practice and met a periodontist that was working out of that practice and eventually started working for him and uh, became his office manager. So I love dentistry and love everything that I'm doing in the practice. And then I met Jerry about five or six years ago and thought, Ooh, I want to do what she does. She is so smart and helps teens. So that's, that's my goal is to become a coach. So now I've kind of started on that path.
1: <laughs> I love it. And Jerry, tell us a little bit about you. So I've been
2: in dentistry 28, almost 29 years now. Um, and I, you know, I started off years ago as an assistant that lasted about, you know, a couple of days. And then I was told (laughs) that that was not my gift. Um, (laughs) but then I moved, you know, quickly to the administrative and treatment coordinating side. Um, through the years, I just continuously pursued, um, as you call it, leveling up all the time and wanting to get better and better at what I do and, and in love with dentistry, and then I fell in love with the business of dentistry. Um, Had two daughters, you know, had a divorce many years ago. Uh, Fast forward, I about seven years ago branched out on my own um, into coaching and consulting, and for about a year, Flopped all around thinking I you know, I should I've been a practice administrator. I really know what I'm doing You know now I met and married my husband who's a practice owner. Surely I could go out and be a coach and consultant Well, I didn't really think that but that's sort of what I thought Um, Only to discover really that I I needed even more learning and coaching and development so I went to work for uh, Kirk Barron and act Dental practice management coaching and the amazing team there and um all during that time that I met Kim and because Kim worked that period on us that Kim works for, worked for um, is actually Dr. Robert Gottlieb who is my spouse and partner. So I, I stole Kim, I I borrowed Kim, whatever you, I didn't borrow her. She's not going back. So I guess I, stole her, I provided opportunity. Um, but Kim is one of those truly, she's a unicorn. So in dentistry, you know, when you meet a unicorn, especially on an administrative side, but any side, hygiene, assisting, you know, there's unicorns. There's really great people and talented people, and then there's unicorns, and unicorns are rare. And um, Kim is amazingly talented and smart and really, really good at all of the things that I am not. (laughs) All of the things that I don't want to do. And as I went into coaching um, on my own, we had been talking, and Kim had asked that I mentor her because she wanted to become a coach and consultant. And of mm-hmm. course, she was going to be amazing. And then I put my little smart cap on for a second to thought. <laughs> Am I going to mentor her to go work for some other amazing person or should she come work with me? (laughs) I'm like, hang on a second here. Uh, This unicorn staying with me. So, I mean, and it's great. We share very similar visions and passion for dentistry and practices. We both just come at it from two different sides. And so here we are.
1: You know, I absolutely love this uh, because I always talk about it and I always tell them that I am very lucky to have a team who is so much better at their jobs than I am. Yeah.
2: Oh, my because
1: god! Yes. I don't need to do that. Uh, I, and, and, you know, and it creates such a wonderful way for us to have mutual respect. Yes. At the same yeah. time, it allows us to see things from a different perspective. Um, yes. You know, Mark LeBlanc always says that I have decided to live in a world with two or more correct answers. I love that quote from Mark. Yes. Mark should just create a book of all the things he says. because there's, yeah. just, there's just good things that he says. And, I, and I, I'm completely in agreement with that. I do think that we need to create um, a world where there are more than two or more correct answers. And the more we collaborate, the the better we get. At least, you know, there is more growth when you have more than one idea, um, oh, yeah. you know, in place, right? So i yes. and taking that into consideration, uh, you know, How are some of the ways that you have used this time to really level up, level up your business and all the viewers who are watching? I see you guys are watching. So where are you watching from? I don't know who you are, but (laughs) I I know we have somebody from watching from uh, New Jersey. Hi, Vito. How are you? Thank you for watching. Thank you for commenting. All the other people. Why are you being shy today?
0: Uh, make sure that you comment.
1: <laughs> make sure that you comment, say hello, tell me where you're watching from. And if you are also using some systems in house right now to level up your business, post them in the comments yeah. because, you know, I love this live engagement stuff. All right. So tell us a little bit about how, how you have worked on your business, uh, Jerry and Kim. Well, it's, I'm going to back up just a second because yeah. I,
2: I let Kim answer this first because Kim shared something with me um, that made me laugh and made me excited for her, for me, um, about just some perspective and leveling up change for her. Mm. Yeah.
0: So I have always approached dentistry. I love the business end of it. I love rules and systems and policies. And I've always believed that if you have a super strong system and organization, then your business can run properly. And so, while I love listening to Jerry, I've always like, okay, yeah, yeah. Get through, the, <laughs> get through the behavioral piece so we can get to the important, important piece. And the more time I've had a chance to spend with her and spend on her business. And I took the disc profiling, you know, we, we coach on, or Jerry coaches on disc and I learned my behavioral style and I was like, oh my gosh, This is describing me to a T. And the more I learned about it, I thought, oh my gosh, this is why she's so passionate about the behavioral side. Because if you can learn to be an excellent leader, if you can learn to communicate with your team, if you're functioning in a healthy organization, then the policies and the systems, which are super important still, it's just easy. It's easy to create them, coach them, implement them. So, you know, I've spent this time really just learning about the different behavioral styles and how, you know, with me, with mine, how can I better work with Jerry? Mm-hmm. You know, because even though we've been together for quite a few years, there's still some tension sometimes. I'm like, whoa, but if you learn, oh, her this style is this and I'm this, this is where she's coming from. So it's been an amazing transformation to, to learn this. So while I thought I never cared about it, I've realized over the last few weeks of, oh, this is super important.
2: (laughs) So what Kim is referring to, right, is that so we coach from two different sides. For me, I am in love with and and, uh, really passionate about creating a healthy leadership, healthy culture, healthy team. That Mm -hmm. starts with understanding ourselves better and our styles, um, how understanding other people's, the people that we work with and have to engage with. Um, And setting that foundation, right, first. But a business, regardless of the business, whether it's dentistry or otherwise, is a marriage of both the behavioral health and the systems and smart side, the business side, being healthy and smart, right? And most of us are really good at the smart because that's the stuff that's more tangible or feels more tangible. Kim is fantastic at the, (laughs) the smart side. I like to live there. But it was funny because she truly is like, yeah, 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 behavioral side stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh uh-huh. But but so it's just been amazing to have her go, oh my gosh, or after she gets (laughs) off off a coaching call around a system or a policy and goes, oh my gosh, I have been seeing how important what your side of it is. I can't, you know, (laughs) whatever. So
1: that's been super awesome. (laughs) It's been super awesome to watch. You know, the interesting part about all of this is I always talk about this idea of finding the common ground, right? I'm a full believer in not trying to be different. I'm the full believer in I don't want to know your unique selling proposition. I don't want to know what makes you so different because I really don't think that we are that different. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I look at things and when I when I look at it from any approach, whether it's marketing or just life in general, I the first thing I want to find is common ground what is it that I can connect you with on, right? So when I, when I would speak like Jerry or Kim, right, we will immediately connect on something that we both have in common. And then we start a relationship, a relationship that is based on commonalities and differences. Yep. And I have found that in business specifically, it has pretty much changed my entire outlook on how I connect with people, on how I uh, communicate with people and how I bring that trust because yeah. instead mm-hmm. of focusing on this hey guys let's just you know let's just talk about all of these unique factors it's going to back and saying well what do you, what do your patients actually want from you what do your clients actually want for you right and so it's it's trying to figure out this ways of saying let's, let's Am I am I playing in two different places right now? I may be. I don't know. My team is on board sometimes, and they start putting the videos everywhere. So sometimes, if I'm <laughs> echoing, I'm sorry. I may be on on five different sites right now, guys. Just FYI. Sorry, Kim. I didn't warn you about this, but um, yes, this is being played live in multiple places. With FYI. Great. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. okay. Um, so you know, taking that into consideration, what you're doing right now, that's kind of cool that you're spending so much time on understanding. Behaviors mm-hmm. um, before you get into the systems part of it. I think Albert Einstein mm-hmm. said that if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it's going to live the entire life thinking it's stupid. Correct. Right? That's one
2: because, of my favorite quotes ever because we do that so often. Right. We we judge them and then sometimes we punish or beat them up for not being able to climb that tree. But they're a fish,
1: yeah. right. right? But they're a fish. So if we don't if we don't give our people this space. To grow if we don't give our people the space to recognize their own strengths and what they actually want to do that's just pretty much we're never going to be satisfied True. yeah at either end of it right so what i have been doing yeah. also and perhaps this is what you guys are doing too right now um with well i i don't think i've been doing it just now but i kind of do it all the time where every time there is a project that i'm working on or something that you know my team and i are in team meetings and i tell them hey Uh, I want to do this, I pretty much let them tell me what part of it do they wanna take care of. Mm -hmm. So what I would say is I would tell a project and I said, okay, so we are going to be doing this online course. So for the online course, I need content, I need graphic, I need somebody who's going to create all the videos and edit them, I need somebody who's going to go ahead and create and reach out for press, for making sure we talk about this project, who wants to do what? And here's the thing, they start picking it up so quickly. Like one person will say, hey, you know, Manal, I, I'm going to take care of the graphics. And somebody will say, great, I'm going to do a reach out and I'm going to work on the content and the worksheet pieces as well. And then what I quickly realized is that as soon as I open the table to them and give them a seat at the table instead of me making mm-hmm. the decisions for them, but let them make the decisions for themselves. And, and then what I receive at the end as a product is incredible because yeah. they actually enjoy yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. Yes, right, and some and and often, like you said earlier on in this,
2: sometimes there it's way they're way it's way better ideas and way better design or outcome than had you done it on your own and or just followed you know just yeah. tried to do it on your own.
1: Yeah. Well, so the, uh, so one of the things that I think that if you guys are watching this right now and hi Molly, hi Robert, hey Claire, hi Tanya, hi Mona. Hello, 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 I know you guys are watching me in multiple different places. I'm sorry that I can't see everybody who's watching here, but uh, so many people who are watching right now, hello, make sure you say hi so I know who you are. But, you know, I would actually advise this to, a way for you to level up right now if you are working in inside is First of all, so before I jump into my idea, Jerry, you mentioned that you do a very heavy disk profiling. Do you work with disk? Is that what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you mm-hmm. give a little bit about how that actually works for the people who haven't done that? And how is it helpful for their own teams?
2: Yeah. So um, I was introduced to DISC probably about seven years ago um, as a behavioral style or personality style assessment. And having taken many, including Myers-Briggs or all of these, you know, sometimes they're very complex and deep and, and multiple levels. And DISC struck me um, as very simplistic, especially when working with teams. Easy to understand. Um, so DISC basically takes the, the different dimensions of behavior and personality and splits them into two and then four dimensions, right? Um, D standing for a dominant style, more direct dominant style. I standing for a more influential, energetic, outgoing, influential style. S for steadiness. So that's your calmer, more thought provoked um, or more calm or steady. Really, the words kind of speak for themselves. And then C stands for conscientious. Um, that's your more analytical, your your hygienist type, if you will. or And so often my doctors, right? Those very uh, analytical, concise, conscientious styles. And I use it with teams to help them, number one, understand themselves. Or like Kim, when I gave her the full assessment, um, and she was like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. And Kim is a D. She's more of a D. But she's down towards more of the C also. And if you might imagine, I am a high I, (laughs) like whoa, right? So, but but if I always, in my I style, come at somebody like Kim, or somebody in that very conscientious style, which would be a polar opposite of me, right? Um, In my style, what tends to happen if I don't understand you? As a C, let's say you're a C, Um, and all, or I don't understand Kim's style, and I just come at you in my style. I get resistance, maybe, or we, you know, someone. If I'm coming at that style, and they're like, "Whoa, what, what is up with you? (laughs) You're so animated and alive about this idea, or whatever," and they they need time to process it, or they have to think about what you're saying, or they want to see some facts, but I haven't come with any. right, then we get disappointment or expectations are unmet or the that C or that D style is like, whoa, give me the facts. What's it going to be? I don't need to hear all the fluffy story that you're excited about. Give me all the things, right, Kim? And just tell me how Pretty I'm going to yeah. right? And I don't understand my own style or my own self enough. I might get hurt feelings about that. And then I think, wow, gosh, she was kind of a jerk. Like, is she kind of she just blew me off or she doesn't like my idea or she, she doesn't like me um, and vice versa, right? So it helps us to learn each other's styles as well. And I spend quite a bit of time on this with my teams in the very beginning when I start to work with them. Because I say when, we, when it comes to writing those policies and systems, when it comes to leveling up in your business or your practice, when you start to engage in conversation around the ideas of what, what, what should we do to level up or what do we need to do to, with this system, and we start to have conversation with each other or we want to get an idea across, but it's just in the way that I present, I might get resistance or even, you know, a doctor or a hygienist or something not even wanting to hear what I have to say because of the way that I might present it. But if I know how you like to receive information and be communicated with, I can still be enthusiastic in my eye style. I can still bring energy to it, but I also better have taken some time to put some detail and thought provoking steps and ideas into it so that you can receive it and, and consider it.
1: Does that make sense? No, it makes it makes perfect sense because you're trying and I think what the difference here is that usually and I talked about this quite a bit in my book where, you know, people want to have systems in place. Right. So, for example, we all want to have systems in place. Systems are important for us to grow. Systems are necessary for us to be organized. But they almost people. Uh, what I, I what I'm coming to understand with a lot of businesses is, especially dental practices, they almost almost want to make their dental practice into a Chipotle. You know, <laughs> you go in and you are like, "Do you I want a burrito?" Dog. I love Chipotle, <laughs> but like, do you want do you want a burrito? Do you want a taco? Do you want uh, a bowl? Right? Okay, and then we go directly, and now we are going to go to the meat, the rice. Do you want the rice or the beans? What kind of rice? Cilantro rice, brown rice? Do you want? kind of beans and then we go to the veggie and the meat section and then we go to all the you know topping section right clearly you can tell I love I love tacos (laughs) Um, this this is a known fact but so what happens is when you have systems like Chipotle like Subway like Pizza Hut like Domino's like McDonald's when you look at these systems right where there is a protocol and everybody's following it yeah while they are very efficient in that environment What they don't contribute, what they don't take into account is that the person who may be doing the veggie toppings, okay, compared to the person who's doing the meat toppings, perhaps the person who's doing the meat toppings, it takes them half an hour to prepare the meat. But let's just say the veggie person is actually somebody who cooks the meat a lot quicker, but we never Mm -hmm. gave them the opportunity to say that or to find that out. Now, in the dental practice, or especially in marketing, when we start looking at projects and strategies and campaigns to put together, we are somehow assuming that everybody's on an equal level, right? But they're not. We are humans. We are individuals. And we have our strengths and we have our weaknesses. You know, it may take me... 10 minutes to make a video and Jerry, you're like, I hate this. I hate, what are you, what am I doing here? Right. But it will take you 10 minutes to do a disc test, which, which I won't be able to do, but you will. And, and there are times where our own team members can accomplish a task in half a day and some will accomplish it in one full day. Mm. It it doesn't mean that there is anything wrong with them. It doesn't mean that there is um, an issue there. There are no issues. It's just that they have different strengths. Yep. Absolutely. But if we have this power of understanding those strengths and realizing that we can actually leverage those strengths, wouldn't we just be so much successful as a team and as a business, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I talk Mm -hmm. about this with people all the time where I said, if we were to step away um, from micromanagement and creating work and systems where, Instead of us starting to say this is all the same, to understanding it's not all the same, and then accepting that it's not all the same, and then allowing our own team members to kind of show us how good they are at something. Why not? So a way that we have been leveling up our uh, our teams is like this, right? So my own team and my and the doctors and the and the clients that I've been working with. The way I help them level up their team right now, because it's, it's pause time. And so right yeah. now, all your team members are at home. Let's give them all a project. We'll make it a simple project, right? All you have to do is do X, Y, and Z. And we give the same instructions, instructions to everybody to do this X amount of project. And then we give them the same amount of time, and we'll see the kind of content we are receiving from them. And immediately, <laughs> we knew who can do what. Yeah. Right, and yeah. then we brought that project in and then we said, okay, guys, so here's the content that we received. Now, the next step we want to do is this. Um, you know, given Kim, who is a uh, D, right? She's more dominant. Given, yeah. given Kim, she's more really good at taking this up and making it into uh, something that we can just send out to the public, to our patients right now. So she's going to handle that. You know, given that uh, Manal is I, very, hey, let's go do this and blah, 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 blah. blah Let's make her the face of this content so that she's the one who's being out there. And now the team's like working together. Yes. Um, And I know that's exactly what you guys are doing, but in a different scenario. While I'm doing that in marketing, you're doing it inside the practices. Absolutely. um, Right? And helping them do that. So that's absolutely one way of us to level up our own teams right now. What are some things that you have actually done in your own business as well? Compared to, Mm -hmm. because I know we've all been helping 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 um, our clients and our customers get on track and get get it together but what are some things that we have done in our own businesses what do you what have you guys done that's been really influential right now Kim yeah,
0: well we after a couple of weeks we kind of caught our breath and said oh my gosh if we continue to just not have any boundaries and work 24/7 you lose track is it Saturday or is it Tuesday and we're just getting exhausted and we're not being our best selves to help our teams. So after a couple of weeks, you know, we kind of said that this is what our work schedule is gonna be, we've gotta block some time. We've gotta utilize this time to also better ourselves. So when we come out of this, we're stronger to help our teams. And then we also put into place because we teach our teams, team meetings are so important. Morning huddle is so important, you know, but are we doing that ourselves? Not so much. <laughs> so we employ like, okay, let's get back to Monday morning. That's our that's our huddle for the week. Let's have a two-hour strategic planning meeting every Thursday. And these are not going to be moved because we get too busy, just like we wouldn't allow a team to take off their team meeting because their practice is getting busy. Like This is our time to really focus on us so that we can focus on you and serve you better.
1: I absolutely love that. Jerry, do you find that true too? That sometimes we are preaching so many things, but we forget our own self and the time oh. that we need. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you know, co- coach, what is what is that? What is that saying about you know, do as I say, not as I
2: do? But <laughs> uh, I was like, well, that's really not okay. Let's see. Hang on, I teach leadership or a coach leadership <laughs> in development and communication. Oh, well, fascinating that we should also probably do more of that ourselves. Um, you know, we spend so much time, and especially during this pause, this COVID time, right? Um, helping our teams and our clients protect and develop and and be ready with their asset and going, you know, so that they have something to go back to and to go back better. We had to go look and go, wait a second. If we're just giving all of this energy and this time to mm-hmm. that, but not to GG Practice, Coaching, and Development and to each other, um, then then again, we're just coach do as I say, not as I do. Uh, we also took a really hard look in, in our strategy meetings. So we work on the behavioral side and mm-hmm. we work on the strategy side of our, our business. And we're looking at what are the things that we're really good at? What are the things we aren't? What are the things we don't ever care to be good at, and that we want to collaborate with other amazing people in our industry, other coaches, consultants, people like yourself? So, speaking of that, one of the other ways that we are leveling up, we decided that uh, we needed us some Manal to help. <laughs>
0: So we, have we are problems. not social media geniuses yeah we are
2: not really good at this whole social media like i get made fun of a new hashtag i tried it like i don't even really know what it's supposed to do and jerry I can't, I can't i can't wait
1: i can't i just all i really my goal and i'm just going to tell you this guys i know we are working together but i'm just going to tell you this guys that um uh, for Jerry, my goal is to make her daughters jealous of her social media presence. Yes, nice. you like, <laughs> the one
2: the most fun of me, right? Because they're like talking
1: about you don't know how to use hashtags, and mom's doing this. Well, we're gonna make you a cool mom, and then they're gonna be like, "Holy crap, my mom's an influencer, and I should just, <laughs> I just, just listen to her." That's what that's that's like my secretive goal. I love, that it. I, I love, I love it. it. That I'm just that's like, watch, watch out, you Gen X, Gen Zers. Yeah, we, got
2: right.
1: we got this. You yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah. yeah, I was on so TikTok cute. the other day and I was watching it. Like, you know, TikTok is a mind game now, right? Like, it's just like, oh my God. Um, even though I only have one video on TikTok that my team forced me to do, um, I go on it because I want to watch videos. And it was so funny because it was a millennial who was doing a video. And uh, in the video, the millennials like, all these Gen Zers talking to us millennials saying, what are you doing on TikTok? Why are you on TikTok? And then she, and the millennials like, it's like, girl, I invented social media. (laughs) I was the one who had the first social media platform. So just wait till we take over TikTok. And it was just so funny because I was cracking up laughing about how many social media platforms we have and how different they are with everything that we are doing. Um, You know, and it's become this huge... uh, confusion zone because it's like do i do facebook do i do linkedin do i do instagram do i do tiktok do i do pinterest and if i'm doing all this am i going to have time to eat and breathe and actually do work (laughs) yes you know isn't there a way i could just do all of them at
2: one time could i just do a one click system and they go to all the places (laughs) they're supposed to go to and 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 do oh my word so yes we're that's what another way we're leveling up is we're seeking out expertise which is one of the core values of gg practice coaching and development it is truly is seek expertise so that means we don't try to be the experts on all the things and we're not going to try to do all of the things we're going to do the things that we know we're really good at um and but we're going to seek expertise
1: from others. And you're one of those. (laughs) Thank you for including including that. I'm doing the same too. I've actually made, I made a huge goal. And I've been working on that goal during this pause. I I don't know if I'm ready to announce it to the world yet. But uh, yeah, so there's this huge goal that I have made for myself. And my team cracks up laughing because every time I talk to them, there's another huge goal that (laughs) uh, that comes (laughs) on the table. Because I'm like blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah 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 blah, right? But you have to you have to have bigger goals to 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 achieve them. But you know a, a great way to level up, like you said, is figuring out if you do want to achieve something that you haven't had the opportunity to do it now uh, because of your busy life. And while you do have some time to do it, how is it that you can directly work out uh towards that? Whether that's as simple as getting back in shape, right? Whether it's as simple yeah. personally as I need to work out. Like I have zero reasons not to work out right now. Like there is just Usually I could find a reason. It's, oh Usually, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would always <laughs> find a reason not to work out. Like I could, you could just, it'd just be funny. like the amount, the kind of crap I come up with so <laughs> like I don't I have to work out.
2: out. Or whatever, oh no. shoot, you know, yeah. not, it's yeah, like I don't Yeah, like
1: I think this is exactly, like the amount of stuff I come up with. And now I have no reason. Like I try to find reasons and then I have no reasons. And then I'm forced to do it. But apply that same thing to your own business. The things yeah. that you absolutely don't want to do, but you have to do, because you know they're yeah. important. Um, yeah. And this is a time for you to kind of take it at your own pace and get those things done. Um, yes. Accounting included, you know, all those Excel sheets that we have to fill out and all those systems, yeah. all the SOP manuals we have to do and all of that stuff that is time consuming and boring and annoying to us. But remember, you may have some team members who actually get a high off of that. So if you give it to them (laughs) to do it so it's so it's actually done but i actually made a list of things i hate like in my business alone so i i made a i made a list of things that i hate doing like i hate doing this i hate doing that i hate doing this i hate doing that and then i made a list and i said okay realistic timeline to get these things completed and how am i going to complete them so now the things that i hate went on my so i have an um I kind of have a goals and an ideas board on my wall here. And the way it pretty much works is that I have my goals outlined for the entire year. So every month I have a goal and I have the goals outlined every year. And then I color code the goals, by the way. So anybody who's watching it, maybe this is a way for you to level up. I color code the goals. So there is, I use three different inks. So I have red, blue and green, all right? So clearly green is the one that is going to be progress. There's going to be money. It's going to be growth is green. Red is pretty much things I hate doing. I don't want to do them. I just can't do them. And it just makes me mad that I have to do them or I'm losing money. It's just bad. It's just bad stuff. Okay. And <laughs> bad stuff in red. Bad stuff bad is in stuff red. red. It's in the red. Well, and right. then I have, and then I have the blue and the blue is self-development. So the blue is all the webinars I need to take and all the courses I want yeah. to do and all the things I want to learn It's just self development. So that's blue. That's just like a flowing water. It just reminds me of the flowing water. Like you got to keep flowing, got to keep learning, got to keep going. Right. Um, And I do that for every single month. So I created a list for every single month so that I know the things I hate, the things I like to do and and the things that I need to grow. Now, the way that I have designed it during this pause, because I'm staring at it right now, Mm -hmm. is I literally, I literally took down all the red. I wish I could just move my screen to my board here. But I literally took down all the reds and I made that into a to-do list on my board in red. And then I would have the green on top and I have the way my personality works is that I can talk myself into incentives. I can talk myself into process. So the way I've done this is I cannot get to the blue until I finish the red. Oh, so if there is this uh, webinar that I must take, that I know I need to take to learn something, right? Like I need to do this to learn something or self growth or self development, I won't sign up for it until I check off the red. Okay. Now I don't know how- Can I ask a question? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So in checking off the red, does that also, does that necessarily mean that you have to do the things that are in the red yourself? Or
1: or are you able to delegate or hire out? I can delegate <laughs> or hire out. I can delegate okay, or great, hire perfect. out. Yeah, oh. yeah. So yeah. Either yeah. way they have to be done, but yeah. they have to be completed so that I can go to the blue. Um so, and you okay. don't have to do the blue, but you can yeah. do it however you work as an individual. You know, that's just how I work uh as an individual is how not good news is she's already a driver. She's already she makes me
2: work harder like <laughs> I started this business. What are you talking about? And she's like, Listen, "You're gonna do this," and you're, I'm like, "Okay, okay." <laughs> okay.
1: Right, you're giving her more ideas. I'm gonna see a red, blue, and green chart tomorrow in my inbox. Oh, yes, you are. It's just, it's just, it's just so helpful. It's just to me, it's just like it's so helpful, right? Yeah. And then it's like, well, I can't. I really want to take this webinar. I really need. To, I really, really want to do this, but I can't because I need to finish the red. And then I'll put all my energy in finishing the red. Whatever that red is—is is it delegating out or doing it myself or whatever that red is—but okay. uh, so that's something that I have started during this time. Where I usually, I, I usually have a calendar to begin with that's color coded because I'm OCD like that. But I've taken, and it's just so funny because I'm looking at it. So I had 18 to-do reds on my um, on my board here, and I only have one, two, three, four, five, six. I only have six left out of 18. I'm pretty proud, wow. I'm pretty proud of myself. So yes. yes, yes, I only have, so now I have to finish those damn six. Oh, so I can, uh, I can do more stuff. But you know, whatever systems that kind of work for you and your team are again, a great way for you to level up as well. So if yeah. you're trying different things, try them. And that's another one too, you know, just try different things. Why not, uh, if there is something that you're kind of scared to do, just put it on that board and see what happens
2: yeah exactly and or you know yeah that's what so what happened to
1: kim oh she i think she may have bounced off she'll be back in a second <laughs> wait there's no kim She's gone. <laughs> um, you know we keep i can't see you kim
2: i can think i could hear you but i can't see you um yeah we've been doing the same and challenging ourselves on even just going back to the vision of mm-hmm practice, uh, meaning of my business, uh, of our business, as we go forward, and things that we've talked about doing, or we should do this, or we should, well, actually, we better, let's make a list, and let's chunk it up into three things, but what is something, like you, but I like your system, but the same thing, what do we need to learn to be, and to be better at, what courses do you know, do we need to take not just and even when we've signed up for some webinars, we we've, we've have we've a check and balance now to say, is this webinar mm-hmm. um, where we should be concentrating our time and our or our energy, right? Is this something that we need to learn in order to move our practice and or our clients forward? There you are. Um mm-hmm. Is, you know, and if it, if you know, and does it meet some of these criteria? And if it doesn't, and it's just more like, oh, I just want to because it sounded interesting, or I like that speaker, or whatever. Um, you know, it's like there's a cost and a trade off for that, right? So we have to pick, pick and choose because this might not be what you need to know, right? Versus what we have to know, and or how are we going to grow?
1: That. I think goals and I think there's a difference between having goals and then achievable goals because your yes. you know your bigger goals could be crazy I'm, I'm sure many of us have already read e-myth multiple times right. e-myth and e-myth revisited right we have, we have all watched that we all watched it we all read that clearly i a millennial we all watched it we <laughs> all because I'm thinking of a kindle we all read that multiple times and you know you need to have those systems and those goals but I, I think the difference always comes down to the achievable goals. What can we achieve? And, I, and clearly things we enjoy, we are gonna achieve it very quickly. Then the things we don't enjoy, and what do we do about that? We have a couple of questions here coming in from Dr. Janelle, she's saying, is, this is so true, I'm starting to panic because I have poured into my team recovery plan and phases, and now what about me? Like, I'm, I'm going to need a vacation after, comeback." After she said, "After hashtag comeback," Um, yeah, Yeah. I agree with you. Go take that vacation. Listen, I hear flights are super cheap right now. So (laughs) sure, you know what?
2: Uh, It is important. We've watched this, and I think many of you who are on this call who are also coaches um, and consultants in this. We've watched our doctors and clients pour themselves into um, and and agonize over how to take care of their team, Mm -hmm. how to take care of the practice, what do they need to do so that they can come back to practice and what does that need to look like and how do I prepare the team and how do I bring them back? Um, And we have to keep reminding, I keep reminding our clients, you also have to take care of you, right? So just like we had to stop, pause, block out time in our schedule to make sure we were taking care of GG practice coaching and development, and each other, and ourselves, and our families that we're stuck at. I mean, oh, we get we get to be at home with. Did I say stuck? <laughs> that one. That uh, didn't seem right. Um, but, but but you have to take the time, and if if that means you schedule it, this is Jerry time. This is Doctor time. Hmm. Doctors, I don't I can't remember what you said that doctor's name was. Um, then then you need to do that because you need to develop too. But it's also been an interesting time and one of the things Kim and I also realized is you know, I'm sure so, like many of you we have we've had our crying moments and our sleepless nights and our I don't want to get up and do this again tomorrow morning because it's the same all day every day. Um, it's, it's, it's like this is a season. This is a season. It's like we were we're joking around like we're like accountants in tax season right right now and Once we do get back, whatever that looks like for each and every practice, things will start to feel a little differently. Maybe mellow out. We might go through some other phases again, right? But this is a season. And you know, my husband put it this way: If you're a doctor or a consultant or a coach or a a millennial marketing guru, media guru, this is, and you're, and you think you might have a thirty year at a minimum, you know, 30-year career, this phase, this time, even if we're, even, he said, even if you had to be off for about six months, is about, what is it, one or two percent of your total career, Mm -hmm. your total time in practice, your total working. Um, That helps me keep it more in perspective, like, okay, this is not forever and this is not the end of the world. this is just up for now, but take care of yourself so that for now you come out ready and stronger and better.
0: And I think That's it's really important hard. for doctors to remember too, it's okay to be vulnerable and real with their teams because the team members that have been at home, you know, if you haven't been in super close contact with them, they don't know all of the money and the time and the hours that you are spending just trying to bring them back so that they have jobs to feed their families. So if you aren't telling your team, this is what I've done for you to keep you safe when we come back. This is what I've been learning to grow our business so that we can have long-term careers. You know, it's hard to understand if you don't share that. And I think it's important to be to be real with your team too.
1: I absolutely love that. And, you know, I, I keep saying this over and over again. The first time I that seems so long ago now. When mm-hmm. I when I was invited to do a webinar, because I don't I, did, I don't even know how probably 50 plus webinars at this point that <laughs> uh, that I have done. And they they, they were like, Mel, can you come up with a title for your course for our webinar? And when I was kind of you know brainstorming a title with my team, we came up with ways to connect when the world is on pause. And I like the mm-hmm. word pause because it goes with Jerry, what you were saying. This is just a pause. This is not a new kind of a reality. This is not a end all game. This is not the beginning. This is none of that. This is a pause. It's like yeah. when you're watching a show and you just pause it. Yeah, and you're gonna come back in a little bit. And you're gonna come back, back at it and you're gonna finish that movie. You know, In that same way, you're going to finish the, whatever career you're in, whatever is a dental practices or consulting or whatever it is that you're doing, you're going to come back to it. So it's a pause. and. And saying that it's a pause kind of helps you mentally to digest this, and understand that there is going to be a, a future. And you know, for me, unfortunately, you know, I I was born in India, right? And in, uh, in in India, in the town that I was born in, we didn't have water. Like there was a drought. Like we used to have to ration water. So just you know, we didn't even have enough water to drink, let alone figuring out, like it, it was a different world. And then I grew up in the Virgin Islands where we get hurricanes all the time. So I have been through months without water, without power, without mm. having any connection to the world because that's what hurricanes do. They come and they kind of take over and they pretty much destroy you know, whatever comes in their path and you can't do anything about it. And now kind of going through this right now, um, so for me, even though it was unfortunate that I've been through those things, luckily it has put me in this mindset of saying, it, this shall pass too, like everything else that has passed. We have yeah. survived for this song and we're going to continue to survive. And throughout these things, you know, the number one important aspect of getting out of this with some sanity and uh, with some level of hope is self-care. Self-care has to be a priority in our lives. So, you know, Dr. Janelle, if you're feeling like I need a vacation after it, this is a sign for you to do self care. Now, if that means you go to yoga, you go to yoga. If that means that you lay on your couch and take the most comfortable blanket you own and, you know, kind of binge watch your favorite TV series, do it. If that means you go in the backyard and start yelling or doing some circles, do it. <laughs> you know, now, again, I'm not a, I'm not a certified. Yes, please. And then videotape that. Or a <laughs> yeah. If you videotape that, you're already social media popular. Like, you're like you don't even need me. Just put that up and you're good. You're going to get millions of followers if you were to do that. But Self-care. It's, it's so important. No matter. Cause before you are a business person, before you are, you know, before of all the different roles that I play in my life, you know, of a wife, of a daughter, of an aunt, of a business owner, of a leader, whatever the roles I play in my life, before all of that is Manal. And yeah. if I don't take care of Manal and my health and my mental status, then I can't be any of those other roles that I'm required to be. Um, yeah. And I think that's just something that has to come out of it. So I hope that kind of, I know long, long answer, but we're here for you. We got you. And listen, if you need to have a virtual date with me where we just drink wine and talk about crap, like you know how to reach me. You are watching the show right now. Just shoot me a message. We'll do it. Um, Kim and another, I will do that too. If you want to have
2: just a chat. <laughs> we'll
1: I did have a lot of, <laughs> I did have a lot of uh, requests for a virtual happy hour. So perhaps that's gonna happen soon. Who knows? Um, another question is my list always up on my wall? Yes, my list is always up on my wall because I am a visual person and uh if it's not on my wall, then I then I just don't think it will be on front of my mind. So it's always on my wall because I'm a visual person and I have to physically see it. Uh, that's just the way that I function. Uh, another question we have for you is, do we, uh, how do we, what advice do you have for reopening the practice? The most popular topic that's going on right now. So Jerry, I'll leave this to you and Kim.
2: Well, I think it depends on what stage you're at in preparing for going back for your practice. But one of the things I've found myself saying repeatedly in the last week or so as we are getting our, we have a few teams that have already gone back to work and others that are coming is, number one, do the best that you can with what you have until you have more and can do more. So that's, that's, That's your PPE things, you know, as far as what equipment should we have, what shouldn't we have, what do we need to have, right? We don't have a mandate about that. We have guidelines and recommendations. So do the best that you can based on what you know, based on what you can get a hold of. That's one. The other is prepare and prepare the team. Get together with your team in advance before you start seeing patients again have your protocol mapped out of how are we going to intake patients? How are we going to function and flow through the practice? Um, and how are we going to minimize risk for both for ourselves first and for the practice in the community? Um, and actually physically, I've been mean, uh, actually physically practice that protocol once you have it mapped out. And I mean from putting on whatever you're going to be wearing, whether if you're wearing a N95 and a shield and a hat and a this and a that and a tent and whatever you're going to do, make sure you practice that and actually mock it up and mock it through before the first day of being back and seeing patients. My other piece of advice that I have found to say also repeatedly is allow a whole lot of grace with each other because it's going to be awkward we're, get, we're we're simultaneously right happy to be back scared to be back we're we're coming back to some new change right we didn't have to wear these things before we didn't have to do all this stuff before um, so there's change we're all going to go through things differently just like we've gone through all of this differently and experienced those different emotions so grace with each other grace with your patience coming in Because they're going through the same thing in a different way. Then you're going to have 80% that are going to be okay. You're going to have that 20, right? The 80-20 rule. The 20% that are going to probably, you know, that might say something or might be like, this isn't enough. Or how come you're not giving me a mask? Or whatever it is. And just be patient. More patient and more graceful with each other. But practice. I really, truly, like, I wouldn't want to open my doors tomorrow. And I, you know, Kim just took. Bob and his practice through this and then their practice day is on Monday. They're gonna walk through it. They're gonna talk out any questions, you know, with the mapped out protocol. And then, and get some ideas from your team because they might also have some ideas, but basically when it comes down to the final decisions, that is doctor, right, you specific. Um, and then practice it. Get up and practice it. Each person gets to pretend to be a patient coming in the door. How are we receiving them? What's the verbiage we're saying? Um, and, you know, for me being an I, too, I always want it to be, even when it's scary, I want it to, and not Pollyanna, not fake at all, but what's the most positive way we can present and be okay with, this is different, this is awkward, yeah, this is crazy, I know I look like Darth Vader, here I come to see you, whatever it is, right? just be more on the positive, not the fearful side.
1: That's, I, that's my advice. I love <laughs> it. No, I absolutely love it. You know, having it's almost like you're going to role play the scenario before it happens. Yeah. So exactly. if you were exactly. to kind of make sure that, and, and like you said, I think the most important part about any of this is to have grace with each other. Um, yeah. Understand that this is a difficult time for everybody. Everybody is going to have questions. We may all be impatient. We may all be and um, nothing that is new uh, could be easy, right? There's always a little bit of time to get used to it. There is always a little bit of, I don't even say, I don't even want to say that there is, there are questions regarding, because it's that's just the, that's what it means when it, something is new. When something is different, it, it, it's just new and different. So it, it just takes time. So give each other the time. And you know, it, and it's okay to, I always think that if we were to be authentic with our own patients and just tell them what we are thinking and just be real and honest about it. They're going to appreciate yes. that a lot more than yep. a scripted script that you're going to read to them. You know, if if they come in, if they say, wow, you look you look scary right now, this is so different. It's okay to say, Mrs. Smith, I completely understand. This is very different and it's very new for me too. But you know what, we are doing this to make sure that you're protected and we are protected. So. We are doing our best to keep you away from emergency rooms at the hospitals. And we are here to help you. And so you just be honest about it. You don't have to use a script and and act like a macho person that, and nobody expects you to do that either. And the, and the moment you do that, you are now becoming unauthentic, unreliable, and people are going to question your trust, right? Yeah, the, one thing, the one thing that really binds us all together is trust. And uh, it takes many, many years to build that trust. It takes a lot of trial and error and work, um, sweat and tears to build trust. But it takes one moment of this ridiculous fakeness to lose that trust. Um, So, you know, always think about it and say, how would I like to be treated in this situation? And then treat accordingly. That's so simple right. as simple that. as What would I want
2: to know? What would I right. want to know, right? If I'm going to the doctor right now or if I'm going to the dentist or wherever, mm-hmm. what would I want to know? Um, and and rem- not don't make assumptions about people too, yeah. right, what they do, what they don't know, but also remembering that the majority of the community that as a patient and even myself being in dentistry for 28 years, there's not one chance that I could advise you doctors, um, as to what PPE you needed to have. As a patient, I couldn't walk in and be like, oh, no, uh uh-uh, we are not, that's not enough air filtration. Oh, no, 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 that is not, is that an N95 or is that a level three mask? I don't think you're wearing an N95. No, right? We don't know. We don't know those pieces. So we're just relying on you. And if we ask a question, and I'm speaking as a patient, right, if we ask a question, um it's not an accusation it's truly a
1: question because we just don't know we just don't know absolutely well i think this is a great place for us to end you get, did you guys believe it's been an hour since we've been on no, 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 no. no. that was so not so, so bad, <laughs> bad. it was so amazing still there we're <laughs> still here so, it's so much fun. well everybody who's been watching thank you so much i know if some of you were shy today it's okay um it's all good. Go ahead and make sure that you put your questions in the comments. Jerry, Kim, and I will go through all of them. I know I didn't get to go through all the questions, but trust me, we can be here all day long. And uh, this is my fourth hour of doing a webinar today. So oh, wow. um, I've been talking quite a bit, and I think my voice needs a little bit of resting. Remember, the Manal time is happening very soon. So uh, enjoy the rest of your day, guys, and uh, make sure to tune in as always. Thank you so much for watching us today. And thank you so much, Jerry, thank and Kim, for being incredible. Thank you. And sharing so much. Thank, thank, you. thank you so much. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye.